Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado filled green light? Fuck yeah. I am, uh, I'm giddy. You're giddy? Yeah, I'm a little giddy tonight. That doesn't happen very often. I know. Well, it's because of what Eric told us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. That's okay. I had to do it. It's all to, good. I had to tease it. All I'm right. not going to say it. All right. I'm not going to give it away. Halloween. I just, be I would awesome. strongly recommend people listen to our Halloween show this year. Strongly recommend. As long as we remember to pay the bill for another year because it's going to, our extension is coming up in How September, much is the bill? God damn it. I think it's 70 bucks a year or something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, 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 70 a person. 140 a year. Yeah, it's 140 yeah. total. Huh. Which isn't actually bad if we unlimited storage, essentially. Right. But I'll put in 20 bucks. Uh, I don't care. I can't hear myself anymore. Oh, no, I can't hear myself anymore. Did I do that? What? Oh, I might have bumped something. Um, we try to be fucking professionals here. If you could get your fucking beer bottles off my cord, that'd be great. Right. Can you hear yourself or not? I, I can now. But yeah, for a second there, I was dead. Maybe it was my beer bottle. Um... Anyway, I strongly encourage uh, everyone to listen to the Halloween show. Um, assuming we still have a show. Assuming we still have a show. Even yeah. if we don't have a show, I might send out like an email to everyone I know just right. telling them what's going to be on the show because I'm really excited about it. Uh, you can go ahead and send donations to keep them on the air to uh, the prattlefield <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. Send it to Eric at Rochester. Yeah, just literally go. write that in the envelope. Yeah. It'll get to him. Yeah. <laughs> Eric at Rochester. Eric at Rochester. Yeah, It'll get yeah, that, yeah that would absolutely get there. Yeah. Yeah. There's only five Eric Lees in Rochester, so, you know, chances are it'll get to me. I have a chance. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, any you money you get, you're going to spend on hookers and blow anyway, so... I that mean, is true. It's not going to keep the show on. That there. is true. I do like a good hooker. Blows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to imagine the hookers in Rochester don't cost Ooh. all that much. So you probably. Oh, I don't know. We got all the all the uh, Saudi Arabians and all those people that come oh, into uh, yeah. to the uh, Kaler Grand Hotel. You yeah. know, they 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 probably get some high quality ones. Yeah, I suppose in there. they do. So not in the area that I go to for my yeah. hookers and blow. No, no, they're they get they're the bleached assholes. You get the. <laughs> They're the ones that hang out in front of the Red Owl. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Cub Foods, actually. Same thing. Cub Foods. Okay. The Cub Foods in Rochester. If you're ever in Rochester, you're thinking, ah, I want something to eat. The best food truck we have in Rochester is called El Samurai. Okay. And it parks right outside of Cub Foods. Oh. The people watching there is fucking amazing. So you just sit in your vehicle. It's the hibachi style Uh food. Yeah. Right, um, and then you just take that, pop your tailgate, or s- sit in the cab of your vehicle, mm-hmm. and uh, w- just watch the people around that Cub Foods. And it's in the shadiest part of town. It's pretty shady. Mm. Yeah, I mean, mm. as shady as Rochester gets. Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, it's fun. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. All oh, right. If we're ever there. What? If I'm ever there. If we're Ow. over there. Oh, oh, speaking of. Yes. You sent me a text. What the hell were you doing in Carrington? <sighs> Oh, uh, uncle's funeral. I was driving back. Oh. Well, I drove through Carrington on the way there. Yeah. I was going to Minot Town, you know, the Magic okay. City. Oh, yeah, the Magic City. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Why not Minot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I drove through it on the way to Minot. Okay. And then on the way back, I drove through it, of course. And um, I, t- I think I texted Chad something about something. 
And uh, I mentioned I was going through Carrington. No, I think I asked Chad. I'm like, oh, no, I think what I do, I think I, I, I texted Chad. I'm like, hey, ask Eric where all the, where all the, where all the Carrington whores hang out or something along <laughs> those lines. And then he wrote, he texted back. He's like, hey, you should take a picture of the. Chieftain. Yeah. Chieftain. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I stopped at, on the way to mine, I stopped at the, one of the gas stations there. Um, Did you ask if they knew me? And they're like, oh no. yeah, he's our hero. No, but I did notice. <laughs> Uh, and I only stopped at one gas station in Carrington, but um, they had their own like brand of like sunflower seeds that I've never seen before there. Not Dakota Kid? Uh, is that what it is? I've yeah. never seen that before. That's a North Dakota brand of sun seeds. Yeah. Do they only sell them in North Dakota? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. Then. And I think they're mad at me because I have dakotakid at gmail.com. Oh. Email me, I guess, if you want to now. You know my email address. <laughs> I just remember, if I remember correctly, it was a bright orange bag. Yeah. Yep. That's yep, what yep, it is then. Yep. Dakota Kid? Those used to be yellow. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yellow with the, the cowboy, cowboy on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know uh, what these are. What's the orange bags one? Yeah, that one I don't know. Hmm. It was odd, though, because mm. the only sunflower seeds that mm. I saw on the shelf was this brand, and I'm like, the fuck is that? Yeah. I just assumed it must be local huh. whoever, but... You yeah. don't strike me as a sunflower seed guy. I wasn't buying them. I was walking oh. by to go take a piss. And Do you I like sunflower seeds? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love sun seeds. Love yeah. them. But I love the weird flavors like ranch and yeah. barbecue and dill pickle. Dill pickle yeah. is really good. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. The only thing that sucks about those is after a while, your cheeks get real raw. Right. <laughs> yeah. When I was in Memphis, I got brisket flavored mm. sun seeds. And oh my God, mm. were those the best sun seeds I've That'd ever right. had. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So yeah, the Carrington, <laughs> I experienced the magic of Carrington. Yeah. Mm. Um, never saw a whore. No, probably not in Carrington. <laughs> they no. hang out more like Jamestown, near Oxford. Gotcha. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how we get, how my mind went to this, but I have a bone to pick with one of your former guests. Okay, mm. her name is Angie. Oh yeah, we've had her on. And okay, hi Angie, you can go fuck yourself. Oh good boy, wow, <laughs> aggressive today. This is yeah. so. She was at my house. I made her some brats. And she was a little persnickety that the buns were not toasted or tented on the on the grill. She's now, one of those. How do you two feel about? She's one of those, huh? You like your buns grilled or no? Don't give a fuck. Nope. Right? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And on a smoker, that's not gonna make a bun taste good. No, because what matters is what's in the fucking the like. Who gives a fuck about the bread? Right. right. Yeah. It's it's the meat inside right. that matters. Right. Right. Yeah. The bread is really mm. just a way for you to hold the fucking meat because it's hot. Right. Uh, right? I mean, what? That's I what I think. And it holds the condiments. Too, and, but yeah. I don't know. My dad always toasted the hamburger buns on the grill when he would grill burgers and stuff. I don't stuff, want a crunchy it, bun. It, I, mean, but, I mean, that's the thing. You don't sit it on there forever. It's no. not crunchy, but I I don't know. I don't think it matters because it is all about the meat. I wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah. So if you're listening, Angie, you know, I used to love you. Not anymore. Take your tented buns and go back to chuck them down the road. Yeah, go back to Jacksonville or wherever the hell. Yeah, wherever the hell in Florida you're at. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Angie. I love you. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack us like that. Mm. I honestly have no idea how my brain got to my smoker, other than maybe talking about the brisket. But that's that probably what, what it was. was. Yeah. yeah, that had to be it. Yeah. Well, that was that was a quick. Uh, yeah, we went from horse to 
That's a hell of a. Sorry, Angie. All in one friend. That was amazing. Ouch. All right. I in no way am, no, am right. in trying am trying to insinuate that Angie is a whore. No, I don't I think she is either. Yeah, but it is amazing that we how we transition through the things. But using right. her logic, um, the fact that you just keep emphasizing that almost suggests that it is the case. Just like when I said that I don't list or use Axe body spray. Oh, she says that the fact that I have denied ever using it means I must use it. So the fact that you're denying that that she's a whore. Yeah. Well, means that you actually think she is. Okay. I would like to say that I've never used her as one. <laughs> so there's but that. I don't know if I can say that now. Huh. What a tangled web we weave. Yes. Oh, it God. does get complicated. Mm. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. So JB had a story. Yeah, just, to, yeah just uh, a thing that you know, grinds my gears. So, and I've had this happen before, and whatever i you know i i move on and i was more rattled about this when it originally happened and of course i've settled down over the weeks um but i had to have the uh, gas company come out and uh because i'm part of like the home protection or home service plus program right so they for people not in minnesota i don't know maybe they do it in other states too they probably do um another way for them to make money um, but essentially, they'll come out and like do you know a tune up on your air conditioner every year. They'll fix your refrigerator if it breaks, you know. But you pay them like forty bucks a month to, for this fucking plan. Right. Um, they were coming out to tune up my air conditioner and blow out my bathroom fan, like blow out the the dust and and whatever out of that. And then he was also cleaning my dryer vent. Jesus Christ! You must pay for the premium service. Yeah. They don't do any of that shit at my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. They I check the air conditioner and go, yep. And then they check the furnace and go, yep. All right, see ya. Oh, yeah. They have like a maintenance plan here that you can sign up for. Huh. And you definitely, you obviously pay for it. But uh, this dude shows up and, um, you know, he knocks. I open the door and he's like, oh, and I can't remember his name. You know, Greg from Home Service Plus is here to do your blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he comes in and I'm like, uh, I said, yes, sir. And I don't mm. remember what I said it to. I don't remember. I can't remember if he asked me a question or if I was just confirming that I was aware of his presence. I don't know what I was doing. But um, he actually took the time to be like, to stop and be like, oh, you don't have to call me, sir. Hmm. Hmm. Now, that that kind of threw, that threw me into a tailspin a little bit. Not that he was aware of. I didn't make it clear to him. Right. No. Greg, I'm aware that I don't have to call you, sir. I, you, I, no, I get it. What I'm doing is trying to be respectful of you and your position and trying to be show respect that you're here doing this for me. I'm trying to be nice to you. Um, but no, I know it's not required. Right. But the fact that you stop and like make it weird by saying you don't have to call me sir, it's almost insulting. Like no, I, I don't I don't I don't think that I do. I don't believe that I do. You're not teaching you know, this isn't I'm not misunderstanding anything. I'm doing it to be a nice guy because, you know. You're, well, you're doing it because you probably don't remember his name. And, yeah, you're just being polite. Well, I, and you do it. I do it to servers all the yeah. time, like at restaurants. Like, oh, know. I'm a yes sir, no ma'am. Sure. Yes, sir, right. yes ma'am, no so ma'am. Yes sir, no yeah. sir guy. Right. Yeah. And I just, you know, um, I guess it, it just rattled me. And it's happened before where people are like, oh, you don't have to call me sir. No, no, I know. I know I don't have to. How about you just take it and move on with life? Like, why do you have to stop and make a thing out of it? Like, why do you even have to say anything? I guess in my case, as somebody who has said that to people, uh-huh. um, I'm more, 
the way I looked at it was I was acknowledging the fact that they were being polite or showing respect, uh-huh. but letting them know that, letting them know that, um, not that it's not necessary, but that it, you know, it's okay. We can, we can be on more of a level playing field yeah. than you calling me, sir. Right. right. So I've said that to if people have called me, sir. I'm like, ah, you, that's, sir is my dad. You don't have to call me that or, you know, that's some smart ass so comment like that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not that I sparks are going to fly now. Yeah. Right. Oh. It's not that I thought that, that they weren't, it's not that I thought that, that they thought <laughs> that I was showing some massive form of respect or anything. Yeah, it's more right. just like, yeah, you don't, you don't have to call me, sir. Right. We can be more friendly than that, but maybe yeah. you don't want to be friendly with your furnace guy. Well, and I feel like it goes from like, I feel like if you would have just been just moved on with life and not said anything, like it wouldn't have, I, I don't know that that required a lot for him to just not acknowledge it and right. just move on with life. Like I, I don't understand the point of even of even saying it. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, but because usually I don't say it unless it keeps happening continuously. Yeah, you know. Yeah. If everything I say, they're like, "Oh yes, sir," or and sometimes if it's a punk kid, yeah, then yeah, I do want to be called sir. Yeah, but um. Other than that, like if somebody's doing it repeatedly, that's when I'll usually be like, "Yeah, hey, you don't have to call me." No, sorry. and I totally get that. Like, no, and and I agree. Like, if he'd have, if every time I spoke to him during this interaction, I'd have said, "Sir, sir, 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 sir," I totally get that. That he'd have been like, mm, kind of weird. Like, yeah. No, I, and I get that, but and he doesn't know that I'm not going to do that. Maybe he assumed I was going to do that, and he's just cutting me off early. Maybe that's right. what it was. Yeah. But that's not what I would have. That wasn't my plan. I've never done that. It's always just been like that's kind of the initial greeting of. I use it initially as like, hey, like, you know, thanks for what you're doing, and I'm being respectful of who you are. Yeah. And then I that would have been the end of it. Huh. Um, but, and I didn't do this, but it made me, just out of spite, it made me want to even say it more. Huh. And I didn't, but yeah, I, I, I wanted to be like, oh, well, now I'm going to fucking call him sir every five seconds just right. to fuck with him because he's made a thing out of it. Right. Um, Falling around and salute him and yeah, shit. Yeah, right. right. Like I, but yeah. anyway, he was nice. He was nice, and he whatever. But I just it, that always bugs me when people call me out on that because it's like, I, I, I don't know. I just I, I guess I felt like it doesn't. And and yeah, you know what though? I, now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't take. It wouldn't take much for him just to move on with life and not bring it up. Right. It also wouldn't take much for me just not to say it in the first place. Right. So I guess there's that. Um. But then, so that's the sir parts. So that's a quick story. That's basically the end of that. But then, and this isn't, you know, this this didn't infuriate me, but um, so he finishes the bathroom fan. He comes downstairs. He does the dryer vent clean out, all that stuff. And he's, you know, he's got it all going on. And he's, got, he's looking at the dryer, doing shit in there. It's all going well. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to head out and tune up the air conditioner. That's the last thing I got to do today. I'm like, ah, cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. And he goes outside and I'm working downstairs. And, um, you know, half hour later, I get my doorbell rings. I go up and I open the curtain because I never open my front door without looking through the curtain. Right. And there he's standing like eight feet from my front door. Huh. And I'm like, well, this whole time he's been coming in and out because that's right. how that works. When you have a service guy there, he's got to go to the truck, get a part, come back in. Right. They don't ever knock and ring a doorbell. They just come in and go. Right. Well, I open the door and I'm a little puzzled. And he's like, hey, uh, my wife just called and said that her COVID test came back positive. Oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> huh. I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, so I, I can't, I got to take off. He goes, I can't be, you know, yeah, on your property. But you were already here, dude. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I go, so do you, do you have it? And he's like, well, I, I don't know. I just, you know, she called and said that her test came back positive. So by policy, I, I need to, you know, I have to take off. Wow. And I'm like, 
okay, I go, do I got to call somebody back to finish what you were doing then? Cause you're leaving. And he's like, oh no, I finished the, the air conditioner and stuff. It wasn't a big deal. He's like, it's all done. He goes, everything looks fine. He's like, I'm just letting you know that, that, you know, just disclosing that that mm. is a thing. Oh yeah. And, uh, that would have bothered me. <laughs> it bothered me in the, because yeah, no, it did bother me because you know, he had been in the bathroom. He had been in the basement. He had touched the handrails. He was in, touching the dryer. He was moving, opening the dryer door. I mean, he touched a lot of stuff. Right. And and he didn't know that she was positive. I mean, I'm not saying he... But he knew she was getting tested. Right. And that's what I think right. what bugged me. Yeah. Is you'd think that it would be a policy for that company to be like, hey, if someone in your family even thinks they have it, you shouldn't be coming to work because... what? So my, my question then was, let's say that she got the test the day before. Let's say, you know, 24 hours typically, unless you do the right. saliva one. Well, how many houses did he visit the day before? And then how many houses did he visit before he got to my house that day? Right. Let's and not say, wearing a mask, no. I would imagine. Well, no. Right. Yeah. And not yeah. he's not wearing you know, gloves or anything. He's because you know, we, we relaxed on all that shit now. Right. Yeah. How many houses he's, has he been in and out of touching shit now that he could have been spreading it all over? He doesn't even know if he has it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'd be a little pissed about that. So he's like, uh, he's like, yeah. So you know, I, I just, you know, I would recommend that you, you know, <coughs> get some Lysol and you know, wipe everything down and whatever and. And I, I, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I don't, I don't have Lysol here. I don't. That, so now I have to make a trip to go to the store to buy Lysol to wipe everything off that, because you fucking came in here and touched everything. And right. So it was annoying. And I, I, I actually ended up using just hands. Uh, I have a giant jug of hand sanitizer, so I just put that on a paper towel and wiped everything with that. And I'm, yeah. I think it does the same thing. But so I wiped everything down, and I, you know, this was what I don't know, a week and a half ago, and I, you know, I think I'm fine. But um, anyway, that was very odd to me that he. And now, I guess my question would be, and it's just out of curiosity, is I wonder if he's going to get in deep shit at work for that if they find out about all this whole thing. Because like we just discussed, you've got to believe that, our, I mean, they should, by rights, they should be calling all those customers saying, hey, our guy was in your house and his wife just tested positive. You might right. want to take precautions. And or God he, forbid he tests positive, then they should definitely be calling Right, you. right. Yeah. And what if you were the first house he visited two days before? Right. How many mm-hmm. things have you touched in that house since he was there and your kids have touched right. and touched your face and ate food and everything else because you assumed that he was clear? Yeah. Well, he just he could have contaminated your whole household and right. you have no idea. Centerpoint should be calling everyone and saying, hey, we just found out about this. We're really sorry. Yeah. I don't know if they do I would that. imagine if you were to get COVID, though, and end up like on a ventilator or whatever yeah. and all these medical bills to go with it. If you can prove that he was the source, well, right. I would imagine like what? Yeah. that's what some lawsuits think? for them, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Huh. Now, mm-hmm. I never got a phone call from them acknowledging that, that he was in my house. So that makes me think that they don't call anybody. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that's bullshit because... Unless maybe he tested and tested negative. Could, yeah, and I guess that could be, yeah. Maybe yeah. he got tested the next day and it came back clear. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, I just thought that was very <clears throat> bizarre that he... It's just another reminder that, you know, and, not, and, you know, and as we speak, the, the pandemic is seems like it's coming back anyway. So we're going to be back in the same boat we were in six months ago. But right. just when we all thought we were starting to get back to normal, there's still circumstances that exist like that one where it's like, well, what the fuck? I didn't see that coming. Right. I just assumed he shows up and he doesn't have a mask on. And right. I'm well, and you're clear. vaccinated, so you're probably going to be okay. But right. your kid isn't. Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah. She's not eligible to get it. Right. So yeah, I just, mm. anyway. I I'd just, be pissed. I thought that was very but, odd. Yeah. And I feel, and I, and I felt, at least I found out right after he was in my house. So I knew I knew what to wipe down because I knew everywhere he was. Right. Well, if you were the first house the day before, 
I don't remember everything he fucking touched. Right. Like, well, okay, did he touch the fucking handrail? Did he go in the kitchen? Did he touch this? Did he touch that? Did we make out? Right. He was just (laughs) in my house. (laughs) So I knew, like, okay, he was in the bathroom. I got to wipe this down. I got to wipe that down. Right. But if it was, you know, the day before, I may not have remembered. And it's like, well, now I got to wipe down the entire fucking house because I don't know what he was all doing. Right. Anyway, just a bizarre, a bizarre thing. But yeah, I'd be a little miffed. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And the sad thing is, he's stuck in a catch twenty two, right? Because yep, he is. Uh, I don't know a lot of companies that are letting you say, "Oh, my wife is being tested. I need the day off." Right? They're they're not going to do that. No. They're going to be like, "Fuck right. you! Get in here until you test positive." Right. Right. Yeah. And then if you test positive, now you can't work. Right. And where are you getting your money from? Like what? I mean, you, right. know, you know, if you're if you're if you're working in a job, you know, I mean, you don't want to take the chance of not getting a paycheck or getting less than a full paycheck. So right. you're, you're probably going to try to hide it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to try to not disclose it. Right. Yeah. And absolutely. I don't, I don't blame people for that real either. Sick. Yeah. I right. can't blame anybody no. for that either. No. You got to feed your kids. Yeah. You know what the fuck? So anyway, weird deal. Yeah. Mm. Um. <laughs> there's my. That's my deal. I. You know. Again, I was much more fired up that day. You were. But uh, as always, you were. Uh... <laughs> give me a couple weeks and I settle <laughs> yeah. down. You, know. you were in fuego. Yeah. In <laughs> what, we, fuego. what we need is a way for me to record my rant and then just play it on the show. That would have made probably Well, better. I could. I suppose I could read the text exchange we had. I, I suppose. suppose. <laughs> that would be fun listening with the, for With the emotion. Yeah. yeah. We'll act it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would um, actually be pretty good, I think, for a show idea at some point for you two to just read some of these rant texts you've sent to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my tangents are texts, so yeah, we probably yeah, have quite a few that's of them. That's true. Although I don't have the threads anymore, so it'll have to be from your phone. Right. I know I came in one time. I, I don't remember if we were going to record a podcast or if Chad and I were just going to go grab something to eat or what, but I came in and he was on the phone with you, and I could. he was up here in his kitchen, and I could hear you as soon as I came in the front door. <laughs> I, what, I don't even know what you were ranting about or anything, was. but yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Either. What was yeah. it? It was, um, I can't remember the specifics, but it was online dating. There was a girl you were talking to, and she. I think you. I think you called things off with her, and then she came back with like a really nasty message, oh. and she was. She just didn't take it well at all. I mean, you were respectful and you ended it, yeah. but she came back and she was just, you know, like. Pointing fingers. Right. And, like I know. got her pregnant and ran off to Mexico. Right. Something right. like that. Yeah. And whatever it was that she said, it got you real fired up. Yeah. So you called. Yeah. And it I was, was basically, it was one of those things where you were just, you Hot were just trot. going. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. really a conversation as no. much as you were just shouting into the phone. You're going to listen to me yeah. yell. Yeah. And yeah, Eric, it, it was funny because Eric walked in the door and usually when he walks in, he's like, Hey buddy, or whatever the fuck. He didn't say a word. He walks up the stairs and cause I'm standing in the kitchen. She like peeks around the corner at me and I'm just sitting there with a phone in my ear and your voice is just blaring. And Eric just kind of eyes are wide and he sort of turns and walks into the living room and sits down. And then after you were done and I hung up, he was like, Jesus, he's a little fired up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and we've and we don't have to get back into it, but we've talked about that. That a lot of you know, and, and it sounds like I've had maybe more than you have, but there's nothing worse than when you talk to someone online dating, whether you go on a date or not. Maybe it's just texting, and then you find out during texting that it's not a good fit, right? And you have to end it. And these women, and maybe some guys do it too. I haven't. I, I don't think Chad has. Because I understand it's dating. Yeah. There's gonna, you're not going to be a fit with everybody. Right. And if somebody ends it, that's it's okay. They ended it. There's not a good fit for them. You move on with life. Right. 
But some of these fucking women, man, you end it and it's like you're crushing their soul. Oh my god! It's like you fucking no. took their house out from. You know, it's <laughs> like they they can't. You know, they're so appalled that you're ending it. Right. And it doesn't you? matter She's how respectful perfect. you are. Well, right. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how nice you are about it or how calm you are about it or how respectful mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. None of that matters because I'm always I'm always trying to be very. I try to be very empathetic when I do it because it does suck. Yeah. It sucks getting rejected. Yeah. So I try to be decent about it, but it doesn't matter. Some of these women, you, it doesn't matter how empathetic you are. They make it sound like you fucking, you know. Yeah. Wow. I've only had a f- maybe two or three that kind of crawled up my ass when God, I did things. It drives me nuts. And it wasn't, it was never, there was one that was, it, it was pretty heated, but the other one, they were just kind of. I don't know, standoffish and yeah. really short with me and yeah. kind of passive aggressive right. or whatever. Um, but why? It's dating. Yeah. I, I, not, I know. If this was a guaranteed thing, I wouldn't be looking. I'd have found somebody already. Right. It's right. not a fucking guaranteed thing. It's very, you know, Yeah. as it turns out, Chad can attest, it's pretty fucking rare you find a good fit, actually. Right. I, I, I think, and actually, I think that's why ghosting does happen because I know that there are guys out there that respond that way. When women end it, and guys are just, they don't let go, and they just keep blowing up their phone, and they have to block yeah, them. Or, they're right. just, or they call her names. They call oh, her names. Oh, you fucking yeah. whore, you anyway. bitch, whatever. Right. Yeah, I, I yeah, think some scrolling people Scrolling through Reddit, figure, I've seen that. Yeah, it's I think they probably think it's easier just to not talk anymore. Well, yeah, to avoid and, I, that. and I don't blame them. That's what <laughs> yeah. I would do, too. I don't want to put up with that fucking, you know, yeah. I would rather just block a girl online and just not have to deal with it again. I don't want to get yeah. chewed out. Right. I'm trying to be nice to you. by. You know, I'm trying to be decent about this. I'm not being an asshole. Don't fucking chew me out for fucking not thinking that you're a good fit. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, if you were the perfect so. fucking woman, you probably wouldn't be online dating in the first fucking place. You'd have found somebody fucking already. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. If you we're were that much damaged, of a fucking man. catch, yeah. you'd probably be with the guy you dated the very first time. You'd have never left you. Right. Yeah, that's true. But you've got a terrible fucking attitude. <laughs> no wonder you're fucking single. Right. Oh. Imagine that attitude after, like, say you dated for six months, yeah. and then you realize it's not a fit. Yeah. Imagine how she'd blow you oh, up. Oh, could you imagine? Because right. she'd know where you live. She'd oh, know well, right. Yeah. 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 Bad news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she'd be boiling rabbits well, right. on your store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cutting your dog's head off. That's an old movie reference for you youngins, by the yeah. way. Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this was... she. I don't want her to... Even though we kind of drove a bus over her earlier in the show. The The topic of this show is Angie's idea. Angie's it was, idea. It was an idea that she, she suggested, and it's kind of, I guess, near-death experiences, but we should probably preface that by saying, I don't know that any of us sitting here have been in a situation where we actually were almost dead. I think it's more about times where something happened where we felt like, Holy shit! This could be it. Yeah, Your butthole puckers or, a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I've I don't know. I've got a I've got a few. Um, Eric, you've got. I've got three. Okay. I, you, I just was reminded of one I, okay. that I can't believe I forgot. It's probably the closest I've ever been. But okay. Anyway, and um, I've got like half a one. Okay. So well, good mix. Eric, go ahead and start. Mm. Well, okay. So my first one goes all the way back to high school. Mm. So maybe. 1988 Mm. and it is the reason that to this day i do not keep a loaded gun in the house Mm. um so it's midsummer 
uh, my dad was dating somebody out of town at the time, so he would often leave my sister and I home alone, and mm-hmm. we would just have the run of Carrington because mm-hmm. that's how it worked back then. And it's kind of storming out, you know, it's a, a dark and stormy night. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was time for me to get home. And I don't know if lightning struck close by or what, but anyway, one of the fuses went out in our house. And my sister fu-reeked. And I was old enough to know what was going on. I just needed to go down in the basement and and, uh, put a new fuse in. Yeah. Um, But she didn't know that I had come home. Uh. And so I guess I kind of foreshadowed it with the gun thing. But anyway, it's pitch black. We're Mm -hmm. in a basement. Dark outside, pitch black in the basement. And I hear the door open, and I'm like, Lynn. And she's like, oh, my God, I didn't know you were home. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to change the fuse. And she's like, well, holy shit, I thought somebody was in here. I grabbed one of Dad's guns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My sister did not know shit about guns at all. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to give that to me right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, where are you? Where are you? And I kind of came up the stairs to meet her as she was kind of coming down the stairs to meet me. Yeah. As she was handing me the gun, I hear, click. Uh. What? Yeah. <laughs> she pulled the trigger. What? Uh. Yeah. And had that been a loaded gun, right. I wouldn't be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I got so fucking uh. mad. I have never been that mad. And the worst part about it is... Uh, or well, okay. The worst part about it was hearing that click right. and just about shitting my pants. Right. Um, but I got the gun away from her. I yelled and screamed at her. And then, in order for her not to get in trouble, we both agreed that I wouldn't say anything to my dad. Mm. But yeah. Any wow. idea why she pulled the trigger? Did uh, it just when she was handing the gun over? She mm. had it cocked. Yeah. And yeah, pulled the trigger. And it was a uh, it was a forty five ACP. Mm. So I mean that would have been the end of me <laughs> yeah. had there yeah. been a it. And wow. knowing my dad, the gun was probably loaded. She just never she didn't know to chamber it. Ah, uh, gotcha. So mm. I mean that's literally just a right. If she would have known an ounce more about guns <clears throat> than she did, yeah, and had known how to chamber around, yeah, I wouldn't be here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good one. Wow. Yeah. That's a good story. I have okay, so I actually have two um, that involve Eric, <laughs> and the one you just talked about, and you. So you may want to help me tell the story, but um, one of them also involves firearms. Hmm. Um, Eric and I like to go canoeing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we go on the Zumbro River every year. The mighty Zumbro. The and mighty. It's super nice. It's super calm. It's super peaceful. Usually when we go, we're the only people on the river. Mm-hmm. So it's just what we like to call peaceful serenity. Mm. And we're here we are canoeing down the river, mm-hmm. minding our own business, watching the riptides, enjoying nature mm-hmm. until we start hearing gunfire. Yeah. And it's off in the distance. No, doesn't like, sound close. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Eric, I think Eric is like, oh yeah, sounds like someone's you know probably doing some target shooting out in their you know in their land because all the all the land by the river is like most of it's private, uh-huh. privately owned, whatever foresty type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we don't really think anything of it, but we just keep floating down the river, and but the gunfire continues and keeps getting like bigger, like it's it bigger and bigger calibers. Mm. Yeah, and <laughs> and. At one point, 
it sounds like it's pretty damn close. And Eric actually, and I, I, I heard it, but it didn't really register with me until Eric actually pointed it out. He's like, holy shit. I, I could like hear that whiz by, yeah. you know, it, 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 right. Really? Oh yeah. 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 And I, I, and that's the thing is I didn't really register what exactly it was. Cause I've never been shot at before mm-hmm. and they weren't shooting at us, but intention, well, not like intentionally shooting. They weren't at intentionally us, yeah. shooting, but they, I mean, you hear that whiz uh-huh. and it's, so that's not just that bullet was somewhere near us. There's no yeah. backstop. They're just shooting into the fucking woods. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, um, we're both because what are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, we're in the middle of a fucking river in a canoe yeah. right. we can, you're we pinned can down by to, sniper fire. You can't well, even see him. We right. can like try to steer off, but there was no place to park the, it goes right. all woodland on yeah. both sides. There's no beach. There's nowhere to put the canoe. And for people that know about guns that are going to be like, we'll just dive in the water. The bullet can't penetrate more right. than like a couple inches. Right. Uh, there was like maybe 10 inches of water there. I mean, it was oh, shallow. Right. Yeah. There, right. yeah there's there, no it's not enough can, water right. to go under to not get yeah. shot. Right. So yeah. there's nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah. And Eric starts, <laughs> Eric starts yelling. I don't blame him, but he's like, stop shooting their people on the fucking river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Did it work? No, it kept going. Oh no, yeah. Uh, and finally we, we just, we just started paddling our asses off right. and scooting yeah. as far and as yelling. we could. Yeah. yeah. And then we finally did find a place to pull over and I mm. got out my phone and I called nine one one, and I'm in there. Whatever county is it, Olmstead? Uh, whatever some rural county, I think. Yeah, yeah. whatever county yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, blah blah blah. Dispatch, can I help you? Or what's your emergency? And I'm like, hey, uh, we're about here on the Zumbro River. We're canoeing, and we hear gunfire, and it was bullets were getting pretty close to us and we were trying to yell at the people but they're not really paying attention so apparently they're firing into the area of the river where people are and she's like and where are you again i tried to describe it and she's like oh okay yeah i think i know who that is yeah we'll send someone out so apparently this isn't the first time they've gotten a call on that sort of thing yeah Yeah. oh yeah because then they even tell you the people's last name they're like oh i think it's the johnson place or whatever oh yeah they might have that part i don't remember but yeah i had forgotten all about that that was fucking scary yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. that was yeah yeah Hmm. and you could hear the bullets like cracking into the trees wow and then all of a sudden you hear the right yeah oh boy that's that's got my that's giving me goosebumps just sitting here now because i had forgotten all about that yeah when was this how long ago was this oh five years ago six years ago something Mm. like that yeah Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. wow i don't know that i've heard that story yeah amazingly Hmm. yeah yeah so what's yours jay bizzle uh mine sucks but it's uh that's all i have (laughs) um well it sucks because i don't remember any of it firsthand so i i'm going off of what was told to me which Oh, that reminded me of another one. <laughs> another shooting story? No, no, no. Oh, another oh, almost oh, oh, another oh, oh, possible oh, near oh. death thing. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, when I was, jeez, uh, I well, from what I'm told, I was like four or five. I, I that's just rough estimate, but apparently, um, my dad and I, my family at the time, was out. Um, what do they call those? Uh, well, is it a pedal boat? What are those boats that you pedal paddle boat? to make them go? Is that what that yeah, is? Paddle that? boat. Yeah. So apparently he and I were in one of those. So I was really little, obviously. And um, apparently it flipped over out on this. And I don't. I and frankly, I don't even know if it was a. I don't know if it was a pond or a lake or a river. I. I don't even. I, I was. I don't remember any of it. But apparently it flipped somehow, and we both went under. And I, you know, I didn't know how to swim. 
Funny, I still don't know how to swim. Um, and from what he says, and from what my mom says, and because she, she was there, she was over on the shore. Uh, but she, I, I don't, I don't know how she doesn't, I don't know how she didn't see it in detail. But allegedly, we both went under. He panicked because he lost, you know, his toddler is now underwater somewhere who can't swim. Right. And apparently, he's frantically like searching all over the place trying to find me. And apparently, he. Um, he, he at some point took a moment to look over at the shore and I was apparently sitting on the shore oh. just sitting there how'd you get there I have no idea and he has no idea my mom who was there doesn't remember I don't know and again that's why I'm a little the story sounds a little sketchy to me anyway because how did she not see me right. arrive on the shore I maybe she was distracted I, maybe she's doing something I, who knows but maybe it was ghosts I don't, I don't know but according to them um, the boat flipped. We both went underwater, and then when he realized, when he took a moment to to stop and look around, um, apparently I was sitting on the shore like nothing had happened. Like I was just like another day, in, another day at the at the at the at the lake. Wow, I don't know. So <laughs> they, no one can explain how I got there. No, yeah, one can that's explain. impressive. Yeah, maybe you, can't maybe swim. you can swim. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and apparently I'm fairly good at it because I got from the flip over to the shore within. A minute or whatever it would be, which yeah. would be impressive for a four or five year old. But right, yeah, <laughs> that's the only that's the only example I have, and it's it, and again it sucks because I I don't remember any of it. It's all be, just being told to me. So no, that's mm-hmm. all I got. Yeah, my next one is just uh, Eric's stupid temper mm. uh, gets him in trouble. So <clears throat> this was when I had very first started working in uh, the job I had in, in Rochester land of dreams and our warehouse was maybe 10 blocks from where our store was. So every once in a while, when a customer would buy something, you know, if it was after the warehouse was closed, we'd yeah. have to go over there with them and yeah. unload it. And so I go over, I unload, I, I, I load the thing up for the customer. They're happy. They take off. I start heading back to the main store and, Oh, so it's one of those where, um, a four-lane road goes down into a two-lane road, yeah. you know, and you're supposed to do that zipper merge. Uh-huh. Well, everybody was zipping the way they're supposed to, yep. except for this one guy just decided that he was going to cut right. me off, right? right? Right. And so, like the hothead asshole that I am, I start laying on the horn and flipping him off. And, right. Uh, <clears throat> it was a white Suburban, and he just hit the brakes, parked in front of me. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to beat this guy's ass or he's going <laughs> right, to beat my ass. Right, right. And the next thing I know, he's out his window with a pistol. Oh. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you're, you're not ready to do that? Yeah, no, I, I didn't have my pistol with me yeah. for some crazy reason. Yeah. So it was in the reverse. Didn't even really watch what the car behind me was doing. Flipped the shitty and just got the hell out of there. But wow. yeah. Um, so I don't know how close to death I came. I mean, yeah. would he have pulled the trigger? I don't know. But I pissed him off to the point where he was aiming a gun at me. Yeah. And then I went back and got to the store and called called the cops. Yeah. Because I don't even know if I had a cell phone at that time. But anyway, um, called the cops, told them what happened. Yeah. They found the guy oh. and arrested him. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. Oh. So, nice. Yeah. Arrested him for carrying without a permit yeah. and, and for brandishing a gun and oh. terroristic threats. and. And then uh, at first they wanted me to come testify against him, but then uh, it happened right outside of a holiday gas station. Okay. And so they had cameras. Ah. So they had it all on camera, so they didn't need me to come testify, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, apparently they nailed his ass to the wall. Good. So yeah. Wow. I've never heard that story. Really? No. Oh, huh. Cold hard justice served up. Yeah. Nice. Because typically uh, with those stories, it's like yeah, they never found the guy. Right. Yeah, it's just you know. Right. Yeah, and he didn't. I mean, who knows what a gun brandishing dude would look like? But yeah. to me, he didn't look like the type of guy. I mean, he looked like your average middle aged dude. Yeah. Like soccer dad. Yeah. Right. But. What a psycho. Yeah. What a fucking psycho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that I can completely condone getting out and coming to blows over a traffic incident, but I can kind of understand that. Right. Brandishing a gun and possibly killing somebody over a traffic right. incident. Right. And the worst part of it is I've probably done that same shit three or four times since then. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't learn Minus my lesson. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Minus the gun. Yeah. Um, right. Well, yeah, fighting over traffic incidents, that's just the American way. Right, yeah. <laughs> we'll fight over anything in this yeah. country. Yeah. Uh, but the gunplay is a little extreme. Yeah, that's yeah. getting a little too yeah. far with it. Yeah. Right. Wow. Huh. Oh, okay. Oh, I had an uncle that used to carry, uh, just talking about fighting over traffic incidents. Yeah. So he would um, haul, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, something to the cities mm. and a big dually pickup to go back a couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and people would cut him off left and right oh. in the cities, you know, because you're going a little slower than yeah. they are. And, you know, he'd honk and flip them off. Yeah. And then they'd get out and want to fight. And he carried one of those fish hooks. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, the guys that work on the on the docks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have yeah, these right. big hooks yeah. they use for yeah. bringing the fish up. Yeah. Wasn't that an I Know What You Did Last Summer? One of those things? Probably. Yes. Yeah. 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 He carried one of those in his oh. truck with him, so whenever anybody got out and wanted to fight him, he'd just get out of the truck holding that. And <laughs> <laughs> that ended it real quick. That ended it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you might kill him, but he's going to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get hurt. There's yeah. no way you come out of this. Unless un- they un- have a gun, yeah. <laughs> right. you're not, yeah, right. you're not getting out of it easy. No. Yeah. <laughs> I would not want to tangle with a giant fucking hook in somebody's hand. Right. Fuck that. Oh. Yeah. Um... So what am I, huh? Your dog. <laughs> oh, so you're doing the army crawl? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah. Sorry. He does that a lot. It feels yeah. good on his wiener. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame him. I mean, if I could do that, I bet it feel good on my wiener, too. Fucking right, I would. <laughs> um, and so both of you have told me that I have not shared this story on the show before. I thought I did, but um, so I was in high school, and I was driving a conquest yeah now i never did get a clarification on whether or not it was a dodge or a plymouth or a chrysler and i've actually googled it and it's so shady that the con because it didn't have any sort of manufacturer emblem or anything right. there was no designation i always thought it was the chrysler conquest but i could be wrong. right and yeah. and with the documentation i remember one thing it said plymouth and the other one said chrysler but then i've heard that dodge is a so what it's mopar whatever. right yeah but you know it's this sporty little thing turbocharged whatever it was a yeah. fun little car her, her, her pussy machine is a little <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. and that's it and i was so and my girlfriend high school girlfriend lived out in the country yeah and we were gonna i was gonna go pick her up and we were gonna go into town and watch a movie Mm. and so and so because she lived out in the country and this is rural north dakota it i had to drive on gravel roads to get to her Mm. right and so i drove out to her house and it had rained recently which will slicker and snot well not not slick but this will come into the story in a little bit um i picked her up and started driving back into town and I'm not I'm not driving like an asshole. I mean I'm probably going fifty. Right. Right. I'm not I'm not being stupid. Right. Um, but because of the rain, 
there were like soft spots in the gravel yeah. where they're just little lumps that mm-hmm. kind of push up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the conquest is, again, it was kind of a sporty thing. So it's pretty low to the ground. Yeah. Right. Rear wheel drive. Yeah. And I'm cruising and I hit one of these soft spots mm. and it hits the undercarriage of the car. And all of a sudden I start fishtailing. Ooh. And again, I'm not going super fast, but, but you know, 50, whatever. And I just, I can't, I can't correct it. It's just, it starts, the back end just starts spinning. Right. And all, and when this happens, my heart just starts pumping. Right. And you just ultimate, like immediate sweat and everything is just heightened. Right. And, and I'm sure in those days you weren't wearing a seatbelt. We had a seatbelt. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, but everything was, it, everything is just heightened in slow motion. It was just really weird. And at some point I realized, holy shit, I'm going off the road. And sure as shit, I did. Went off the road into the ditch mm-hmm. and the car flipped over mm-hmm. and landed on its top wow. in the ditch. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously we were both fine and the car looked like shit. It's pretty, pretty crazy that they were actually able to fix it. But it's just such a surreal feeling going into that ditch and going upside down in a car. It's like everything. Yeah. It's just the adrenaline was pumping and it, mm. it, I'm like, oh my God. And it, I just sat there upside down, you know, for a couple minutes and I'm kind of just looking at her and she's fine and she has the same dazed look on her face like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Wow. You know? <laughs> so. Hmm. Well, know. that's crazy. Yeah. No injuries at all. Huh. So, yeah. yeah. Lucky, I guess. Yeah. But. Yup. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough, my next story is a rollover incident too. Um, I was with a couple of, uh, I think it must've been freshman year of college, maybe sophomore year, but it was before you and I started hanging out, I think. But remember that Ford Ranger that I had? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm driving that. We're going to Fargo for something Mm. in the middle of winter. I mean, it, it was a trip. That didn't need to happen. Sure. More right. than likely, we were going to get beer or right. something, right? Right. But we weren't drinking yet, and it's snowing, and it's shitty, and it's North Dakota right at the beginning of winter, mm-hmm. so it's not quite ice, but it's not quite dry right. uh, on the interstate either. But it, it must have snowed some before that, because the, ditch, the ditches were full of snow. Yeah. And I hit a patch of black ice. Oh yeah! And uh, got the truck went sideways, and then I hit dry pavement. Yep. And I had, sl- I had, the truck had slowed itself enough. I'm not going to take any, uh, say that I had any skill in slowing down the truck because yeah. on black ice you're just right. You know you're mm-hmm. at nature's whim. Right. And uh, so the truck had slowed a little bit, but by the time I hit the pavement, I was facing the wrong way on the interstate. Yep. And the tires caught, and yep. it was just this slow rollover yep. into the ditch. Thankfully, because I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, none of us were, but it was a Ford Ranger, so there's three of us, and these two other guys were football players, so it's three of us crammed into yep. this tight little mm. Ford Ranger, so it's as good as wearing a seatbelt. None of us got hurt. The only injury there was was the blinker had somehow, the stick for the blinker had broken off and mm. was stuck in my leg. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I honestly have no idea how that happened. But yeah, it was sticking out of my leg, so I pulled that out. And uh, <laughs> the three of us got out, looked at the truck, rolled it back onto its wheels, and we're kind of standing there, going, "Well, should it? Should we try it? I mean, should it start? Whatever." At that time, a highway patrolman pulls up, so oh. thankfully we weren't drinking. 
And he's like, what happened here? You're kind of facing the wrong way. I was like, yeah, we hit black ice. He's like, yeah, I hit it too. Um, <laughs> are you all okay? And we're like, yeah. Does the truck run? And they're like, we don't know. We haven't tried it yet. He's like, well, give it a shot. Get in, turn the key, cranks right up. We continue to Fargo. <laughs> no kidding. And yeah. there's no damage to the... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There was, ton- there was body damage to it. But, okay. Um, so, but I mean, you know what? You could actually all fit in there yeah. and stuff without... Yeah, it was it was really just the passenger side. The passenger side mirror was gone. The passenger side door wouldn't open, and then there was some dents like Mm. on the box of the passenger side. Mm. But the roof, I mean, we were going so slow by the time we rolled Mm. that um, it just it literally like I bet it took I don't know at the time it seemed like a minute, but probably five seconds or so to actually Mm. roll over. And it kind of you had that teetering feeling of whether are we gonna go are we gonna go, and then over it went. Yeah. Was yeah. everyone like going, oh shit, shit, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck? Yeah. Or was it just like dead silence? No, no, no. We was... were all like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, there was a lot of shit, shit, fuck, fuck. Oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And like I said, that blinker stock in my leg, yeah. but I pulled that out. It was bleeding a little bit. I think I put like an old t shirt or something on it. And <laughs> we kept going because, you know, there's beer in there's Fargo. Beer to get. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Truck went to the body shop like a week later, and you couldn't even tell anymore. Man. It's interesting. We have a um, – Chad and I know a guy from the mall, um, well, that we're both still friends with. He – exact same situation as yours, same truck. Yeah. He was in a Ford Ranger driving to work one morning, um, and he lives out in the country. And he was on, an, on a county road, county highway, you know, cruising along at whatever, 55, 60, whatever it is. Exact same thing happened to him. He hit black ice – on the black ice, his truck spun sideways, and when it hit dry pavement, it just flipped. Yeah. And he was going fast enough that it rolled a few times. Oh, wow. He didn't just That's pop scary. over like he yeah. flipped it. Um, he's still dealing with issues from it. This was probably, well, this must have been, what, 15 years ago? Oh, yeah, man. Roughly. Oh, that sucks. And yeah. He, yeah, he had a TBI. He was, like, going through therapy and Ooh. treatment, and he had he got he got pretty banged up in it. And he was wearing a seatbelt, but he just, it just, yeah. but it was such a violent flipping you know yeah. the, the rolling that he got he got really hurt yeah that black but ice is scary no shit i've joke. hit it probably three times in my life yeah. and and all three times it's been and scary when you hit shit. it you fucking know you hit it because yeah. you it, it's mm. terrifying yeah it, it really, you have zero control right. anymore right yeah. mm. it doesn't matter how much skill you yeah you are 100 percent just at mercy of the ice yeah yeah we were on our way uh out to beach north dakota which is way over on the western side of north dakota uh my buddy pete and i and his pickup and for some reason, I was driving. I don't even, maybe he got tired or something. But a deer ran in front of us just as we hit black ice. And uh, yeah. this one I will take credit for skill for because yeah. I was able to push in the clutch, put the truck in neutral, kind of glide out the black ice. Yeah. And when we got all done, I was like, yeah, that was a six-pointer. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it was a six-point deer in front yeah. of us. <laughs> That's really, that's really scary stuff. Neck. Yeah. Because <laughs> you really, and you know, people, you know, and I don't know, if, if you've never seen Black Ice or if you've never hit it, you probably don't believe it when people tell you, you really can't, you have no idea you're about to hit it. You right. can't see it. Right. I, and, it, yeah. And the only thing you can do, uh, that's like one of the many situations where I say a standard transmission is so much better than yeah. an automatic because yeah. the only thing you can do is put it in neutral yeah. right. and Cut just wait for it to correct yeah. itself. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's really scary stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you have another one? I got a couple more. All right. Um, this one isn't as sexy, but it's still, it got the heart going. And this time JB was with me. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, the friend he just talked about. I'm not sure if this happened before his rollover or after. Mm. Um, but the three of us were going to a movie, and if I'm not mistaken, we're going to see Munich. Yeah, we went to see Munich. Mm. That's what it was. Spielberg's flick. Good movie. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm driving a Mazda Protégé. Um, four banger, five speed, you know, just total, you know, family sedan. The racing edition is yeah. what it was. Yeah. You know. And I'm turning left onto something and the interstate exchange um, or ramp to go on to the, the interstate was like after this light. And there are like girls that pulled up in the lane, the left turn lane right next to us. And I don't know what got in my head. But I'm like, I'm gonna race these. I'm gonna race these <laughs> ladies off the line, right? And so the light turns green, and I can it, and so did they. I think I must have looked at their whatever. But so it was like we were almost we were actually racing yeah. while turning left off this light, and I'm in the outside lane, and I'm like cranking the wheel, and. I keep going and they keep going and it's, it occurs to me that we're both trying to get to the same on-ramp. Oh, nice. Right? So, and neither one of us has given in or whatever. <laughs> and I think, I don't even know who got ahead. I think I did get ahead. But by the time I got onto the on-ramp and was hitting that curve, I was, you know, it's a protege. So it's not like I was going 130. Right. But, but you were I, probably I, doing 60. I was moving, yeah. you know, and that was kind of a sharp turn. Yeah. And... I'm cranking the wheel. <laughs> I, I can see through the corner of my eye. JB is riding shotgun. He's holding on to the shit handle like to save his life. And you could actually feel the car kind of teetering. Oh, man. You could, you could kind of feel it. And Robbie's in the back like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. What's, and I didn't think to like just you know, apply the brake, dude. Whatever. Right. It, it, yeah. like, let off the time, gas. Yeah. It was just well, let off the yeah. gas, apply the brake, whatever. Yeah. But I was. it was just too late at that point. I'm just like, oh shit what's happening and it was just like a split second where it felt like we might go off the rails right. but it was fine yeah but, i mean it, it yeah. was one of those things where i was like oh boy oh that's fun yeah. it's yeah. a good thing i had that handle right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. would have made, all the, the yeah. made yeah. all the difference yeah. for sure yeah no, I, the story i thought you were gonna tell with the canoeing was the namakagan mm. nope you're gonna tell that one? Oh, the nama i don't know this one. Oh, no. so <clears throat> we were uh it was me, Chad, Pete, and who else came with us Nick. on that trip? Oh, Nick. Yeah, that's right. Thundercock came with us. Yeah. And uh, we're, you know, cruising down the Namakagan, just loving life. And people had been telling us, you know, watch out, there's rocks ahead. Watch mm -hmm. out, there's rocks ahead. We're like, oh, we're master canoers, man. Yeah, right. We class four rapids in our canoe, and it's no problem, you know. <coughs> well, instead of putting some space between the two canoes for whatever reason we decided we were just going to shoot this little gap between these two rocks at the same time mm. and i don't remember if nick and pete were behind us or ahead no. of us well so okay so the nam this is where the namakagan joined with the saint croix yeah so it was around a curve yeah and we were both like attached to each other just floating and whatever and as yeah. we came around the bend and saw the rapids and the rocks we waited we waited too long to separate canoes and give us space. Yeah. And they went ahead. That's right. They went ahead. And they got stuck. And uh, we hit them. And that's what 
tipped our canoe over. I think I I know I there was rem- somewhere where we hit them or got too okay. close to them or whatever. I just remember they made it without tipping and we did not. Yeah. And we're the two that have canoeing experience. Right. And uh, so we tipped our canoe and just went over. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and um, so Chad and I are in that. It's, and it's clipping right along. The, the river is moving. And our canoe, I don't know if it righted itself or if Chad and I righted it, but it was filling with water. So the canoe is sinking. Yeah. And w- neither one of us can touch bottom. Yeah. And we're trying to get the canoe to the over to the edge of the river so we can dump it out and get back in it and yeah. all that stuff. But it's getting heavier than shit because it's filling right. with water. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to put a life jacket on while trying to hold the canoe. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep going under and it keeps getting tougher and tougher to get back up. And yeah. thankfully, finally, we got to the edge of yeah. the river and, yeah. and got out. But um, the worst part of it was all of our keys were in Chad's little like this red cooler that he uses to carry keys and wallets and, and cell phones right yeah <laughs> everything <laughs> and so nick and peter ahead of us and they've stopped because yeah. they can you know tell what's going on behind them right and chad and i are just yelling at the top of our lungs save the red cooler get the red cooler yeah and they're both just standing there with fingers up their asses right and we get up there and we're like you got to get that red cooler and pete's like Oh, what's the big fucking deal? It's a $10 cooler. And Chad's like, yeah, it has all of our keys in it. <laughs> and phones and, and phones. wallets. Yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, we got luckier than shit. It, it ended up landing on a rock. Ah. It's just kind of sitting out in the middle of the river on a rock. Right, and right. we were able to get it. But yeah, that would have been a bad deal to lose that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how life-threatening. I mean, I suppose we could have drowned. I didn't really feel too in danger of drowning other than... It was getting harder and harder to get all the way back up, trying to hold the canoe. I wasn't as worried about drowning as I was panicking that we might lose the canoe. And then it was like thinking about, well, where the, how the fuck are we going to get back anywhere without our keys or phones, wallets, and we're, we're stuck. And no canoe. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the adrenaline was certainly pumping. Yeah. Um, Oddly enough, my last one is also involves Eric and it also involves a river. And this was only a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, we were, and it's the damnedest thing. We were, um, we were canoeing the, the Zumbro, and it was shallow as shit. And we, we were basically, we were, it was so shallow that we were starting to bottom out. So we got out of the canoe because when, when you're bottoming out and you can't do anything, you just get out and kind of pull it along until it gets deeper, get back in and keep canoeing. Well, I don't know exactly what happened, but it must have gotten like deeper suddenly or something. And we lost, I lost my balance and I like fell backwards. Yeah. And then when I lost control of the canoe, Eric did, and it basically dumped everything. And we were fine. We got everything back up. But then we realize that we're missing a fucking paddle. Mm. And this is where the story gets scary. This is where it gets scary. So we're sitting there. We're all safe. And I, I scuffed my back a little bit, but it wasn't a big deal. Um, but now we're faced with a situation where we've got like half a river to canoe yeah. and we have one paddle. Mm. And I'm like, well, we can't fucking do anything. And then Eric is like, oh, wait, look, look across the river. Uh-huh. And over by some brushes, like tr- fallen trees and stuff, 
and there's some like the current is going pretty good over there but not too bad there's a paddle yeah well there was a canoe sunk over there maybe yeah yeah there was a canoe, canoe wrapped around a tree over there okay so but somebody was, wasn't as there lucky was as us. a paddle yeah there was a paddle yeah so it was decided that i mean i felt I, I feel like I'm a pretty decent swimmer. And I am not. So I figured, okay, well, I'll I'll swim across to the other side of the river. I'll get the paddle. I'll bring it back, and, and we'll be on our way. Um, and the, Zumbro is not a wide river. No. But it was at this place, I mean, it was still, I don't know, 100 feet? Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. So 100, 100 feet, 200 feet. Um, pretty strong current. And the current was going. So basically... You know, I walk upstream from where the where the paddle is. I start walking across the river, and you know, then when it gets too deep, I just swim and let the current take me back downstream until I get to the other side. It that was fine, and I'm crawling through the the branches and this shit. I get the paddle, and now it's time to swim back to the other side. And of course, I didn't think to number one take my shirt off. I didn't think to put a life vest on, right? Because I'm a fucking jackass, right? Right. And I'm a good swimmer. It's just the Zumbro, whatever. Right. So I start swimming back to the other side, and so I'm doing like this side stroke thing. Yeah, because you're holding the paddle. Because I'm in holding your other the hand. paddle in the other hand, and my shirt is like heavy now because it's soaked, and I'm starting to get tired. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sitting here, and I keep like touching my feet down to see if I can touch bottom. I can't touch. Yeah. And I'm getting really fucking tired. Yeah. And I'm not even halfway across the river yet. And it's not going to get shallow for another however many feet. And I actually started getting to the point where I'm, this is probably the most scared I've been in my life. I was actually like starting to panic. Well, I could see that he was starting to get tired. So mm-hmm. I grabbed one of the life vests Yeah, thinking, well, shit, if nothing else, if I can't get to him, I can throw him a life vest so he can at least stay yeah. on water. But I am, I, I was freaking out because I'm yeah, watching him I, and he's huffing and puffing and trying to swim. And yeah, it was scary. It yeah, was honestly I, scary. I was like, and, and it was, it wasn't, I wouldn't say that life was flashing before my eyes, but I, I, the, the thought did come through my mind that uh, this could be it. Yeah. You know, I was like really. Woo! And I didn't like panic where I'm flailing all about, but I mean, it was just, I keep swimming and I keep going, but I start thinking I'm going to run out of juice here soon and I may not be able to make it. Yeah. And then finally I was able to touch and I literally, once I could touch the the bottom, I kind of like tossed the, tossed the paddle over to the shore. And as soon as I could, I just dropped to my knees and I just like fell onto yeah. the shore and I'm like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. That yeah. was stupid is what it was. Well, yeah. Why didn't I put on a fucking life vest? I, you know? I, I, but I don't think I would have either because I would be thinking, well, with the current, the life vest is just going to drag me way past the paddle. But that's really not yeah. the point. It's to get to the other side, and then you right. can walk to the paddle. And that's but, the other yeah. thing is we swim Dumb. in that river all the fucking time. Yeah. But we never, we always go out to where it's deep enough, and we just float, and then we walk back to the shore. Right. We've never traversed the river right. by swimming. Yeah. And maybe that's why my brain Well, and I think it was just the way, like you said, it went from really shallow to really deep. Yeah. And I think the current was just running a lot faster yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. It was, so. yeah, it was freaky. That was... 
That's probably my scariest yeah. uh, near-death experience. But The other one I was thinking of, and this one, I didn't even come close to dying, but in the moment, my life flashed before my eyes kind of thing. I was... Um, <clears throat> so at the warehouse that I worked at, uh, we sold mattresses. And so you, you'd stock them. It was two stories that you'd stock the mattress yeah. on, right? But the top story was just OSB plywood mm-hmm. um, laid down. So you'd get up there and, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, it was a small company, so you're by yourself. Yeah. So you got to load everything onto the forklift, raise the forklift up, then climb up, and then start stacking mattresses on the top. Mm-hmm. Well, unbeknownst to me or my boss or anybody else, there had been a leak uh, over where I was working that day. And OSB plywood, when it gets wet, it's just, it's not any good anymore. Mm-hmm. And I stepped up there and stepped onto the plywood and went right through it um, up to my waist. Yeah. So here I am hanging five feet off the ground <laughs> with, with my gut basically holding <laughs> me in place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm by myself. Yeah. <laughs> And I can't get to my cell phone because it's on the other side. The plywood. Yeah. But when that floor gave loose and I fell through, like my life flashed before my eyes. But it was, you know, it's an eight foot drop. It wouldn't have killed me. Right, right. Yeah. But still, the sensation of falling can freak you out a bit. Right. And then I'm hanging there and I'm like, how the fuck long am I going to be here (laughs) before somebody shows up to get my ass out? It's like a movie, The Money Pit. Yeah. And so what I ended up doing was just I was able to punch the plywood to make a hole big enough where I could lift myself <laughs> back up through it. Oh. oh, my God, that was freaky, though. And, yeah, cut myself to shreds. I, I went, shouldn't laugh, but I can just... You <laughs> yeah. Know, just the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? you just right. fucking stuck there. Right. right. Yeah. So I go back to the, to the main office because I knew I needed to go in and, and get stitches because yeah. there was some pretty big gouges in my legs. But I walked in the front door, and the owner's wife happened to be standing right there, and she takes one look at me, and she's like, oh, my God, why didn't you call an ambulance? Mm. I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> but apparently I was just blood yeah, from basically right. my waist to my shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun one. And it was hilarious after it was all over, well, but right, in the moment, right, I was right, scared right. to death. Yeah. Right. Mm. All right. All right. Well, now? Nothing else, JB? No, it's, I literally had one, and it's a shitty one. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, it wasn't shitty. You could have drowned. I just yeah. wish I had more details. I just don't know if it's all bullshit or not. It's Do you want to tell about that time that you stopped those bank robbers and got into yeah, the gunfight? No, no. <laughs> you didn't feel close to death there? No. You knew what was going on? No. Right. So save your last story. It seems that every one of our stories involve firearms, driving, or water. Right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, other than the last story. Yeah. And a lot of our stories involved each other. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> huh. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if... If there's a, a lesson to be learned here. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe you and I shouldn't go so close to water anymore, but <laughs> whatever. I'm sure we're behind fine. a wheel. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Okay. All right. All right, okay. then. Thank, Thank you. you. Sorry, Angie. <laughs> for what? We blasted her for a lot of shit. Well, I'm sorry for the, the it leading to the horror conversation. Okay. Cause but are you really sorry? That was kind of lively. And it was lively. 
but I can't sit here and go, I can't sit here now and go, well, she's not a whore because then according like, to her logic, that's going to make right, people think Right, just